The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the SGPN crew. Better Than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. Oh man, false hope, false God and Jalen Hurts. And we we had everything coming together. We had Carolina losing. We had the Giants or Carolina winning, the Giants losing, setting ourselves up for all the Eagles needed to do was beat the Dallas Cowboys in a must-win situation. They didn't win. In fact, they lost by 20 points. Jesus Christ. I I, I don't know what to make of this team right now. They've completely fallen apart. Jalen Hurts seemingly seemingly regressed, and maybe it's you know Doug Peterson having him for two games. You're you're bound to fall apart here. The QB factory again. You thought they had they cranked out another model, but once again, it turned out to be defective. I, I don't even know where to go from here. I mean, it's bad enough losing to the Cowboys, but losing to the Cowboys in a must-win situation. Now we're a four-win team. A four-win team. Are you kidding me? Ah, man. So frustrating. I I guess the only bright spot is that being eliminated, maybe the pain stops a little bit. Rob, where are you at with this season and uh, the Eagles losing to the Cowboys 37-17? I'm just waiting for Howie to say that he's going to add Dwayne Haskins to the QB factory uh, now that he's been released. So he has Dwayne uh, has cleared waivers. He is available as a free agent. So look out. I mean, QB factory, you never know. Uh, no, in all seriousness, it, it, you know, we're a mess. Uh, th- that's the bottom line. I, I Did Jalen Hurts play well? No. Look, he had a couple nice plays. The, you know, 81-yard TD to Deshaun was a highlight, obviously. Oh, Great man. To see when, we're, when they were up 14-3, um, to three, I'm, I'm already thinking about playoffs, getting my, dog, getting my dog mask out, making a run. Brutal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, look, uh, you know, other than that, he played, you know, he kind of came down to earth, whether teams are starting to figure him out or Doug just, you know, still can't call plays. Um, you know, the defense was absolutely atrocious. I know they're, they're <laughs> completely, you know, decimated in terms of the players, but um, I, I just don't know what the answer is. You know, uh, here's a crazy stat too. you know, our leading receiver for the year was 524 yards. No other team in the NFL has a re- has a receiver with less than 600 yards. Uh, it, it just shows how much of a failure we've been in getting skill position guys. Uh, you know whether Rager is going to be it or not. I, I haven't given up on him, but he certainly didn't have the year we would have hoped for. Uh, and and the frustrating thing about this game was you see what good talent can do. I mean, look, we none of us like the Cowboys, but. 
you gotta admit those <laughs> they got some skill players there. I mean, you know, Gallup as a as a number three is good. CD Lamb looks absolutely legit. You know, we know Amari Cooper's good, and it, it just adds. You know, with even with Andy Dalton, it makes their offense look more dynamic. And even with McCarthy, who I don't think is doing a good job at all, and we just need to find our way to get there. Whether you know, uh, and I'm scared to trust Howie to do that this year in the draft. I know we'll probably get to that later, but uh, we just have so many holes. It was an embarrassing performance. Nothing has changed. I, I don't think Doug has adapted. Uh, you know, we're a mess. It's pretty much what we've been saying the last four weeks. Yeah, you, you throw out that stat, and it's funny because last year the big stat was Carson Wentz threw for 4,000 yards without a receiver going to, you know, without a wide receiver catching 500 uh, receiving yards. And, and it, the whole thing in the offseason was like, all right, we're not going to do that again. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. Deshaun Jackson's healthy, first-round pick on a receiver. And it's the same thing again. We find ourselves in that same situation again. Um, the other thing that really pissed me off was the penalties. I mean, it's one thing, you know, the, the Schwartz not adjusting, not, it was so annoying that he didn't figure out that Jaquette couldn't be out on the field and they had to move mills over. He did it eventually, but where was that in the, you know, to start out the second quarter? Like it was very obvious that they were just going to pick on this kid. And then Fletcher Cox being out, it, it just unraveled Justin so much to be pissed off about. What, what jumps out at you in this Cowboys game and, and for the season as a whole? I mean, there was quite a bit, um, and I'd like to start with coaching, really. Uh, you pointed out Schwartz and the Jaquette and just waited way too long to make um, some alternations to uh, the defense there. That was a big issue, obviously. It looked like Jaquette was on ice skates for half the game. Oh just my kept God. falling over his own feet. Made me think was- I could play receiver. <laughs> Yeah, that we have problems when that happens. Um, not only that, you know, you, you look at the defense there, but then, you know, the, the bad coaching by Doug, he abandoned the run when, uh, too early, in my opinion. We got up 17-3, and I think it was the next drive there. We ran the ball three times in a row, and it just seemed like Doug at that point was like, well, I guess it's not working. We got to move on. <laughs> so that was a major one, in my opinion. I, I'm then, pretty I mean, sure at one point, Justin, not to interrupt you, but the announcers referred to us as a run first offense. And, and, <laughs> and that just like blew my mind. Yeah. What, what, what have from. they been watching? I might, I, I might've heard it wrong, but I, no, I don't know what was going on. They, they go, let's say what you will about Doug Peterson. He's going to run the balls. No, there's literally guys holding up signs outside the Novacare complex saying run the ball, Doug, you couldn't be more wrong. And then on top of that, I mean, Hurts just didn't have a good game, in my opinion. We could have scored that uh, touchdown there instead of kicking the field goal. Gone up 21-0, and Rager was wide open. He just needed to make a much better throw in that situation. And it really made me uh, question Hurts and his ability as a QB long-term down the road. When people start to adjust to him and he has to throw a little bit more and he's got to throw um, those tight window passes, I'm not sure if he can do it. And I know this is, what, only his fourth start? or his third start for like three and a half games. But that was the issue coming in. And, you know, he really got tested this game. And if we could have put those points on the board, you wonder how things might have changed. Yeah, I mean, when we got up 14 to three, you did feel like, oh man, we get one more touchdown and we can maybe bury this team. And then it it, it just ended up going the opposite with Fletcher Cox being hurt and then, and then just kind of unraveling. It's weird with Jalen Hurts. I felt in the moment he didn't, 
he didn't have a horrible game or, or was playing pretty good, but then rewatching some of the film or guys who do film breakdowns realistically. And, you know, there was a lot of misplays. That's really what it was, was that it seemed like we were scheming up decent stuff and he just either wasn't seeing it or getting, getting into the throws in time. I'm still going to give him, I'll give him a C plus for that game. But Justin, how would you, how would you grade? How would you grade Hertz in this game? I guess I would have to give him a C plus only because, you know, he's on that rookie grading scale at the moment. Um, he's playing better than Tua, but I don't think that's saying too much at the moment. I really concerned though, long-term those adjustments that defenses are going to make. And let me point out that the Cowboys defense is nothing special. Yeah. I mean, this should have been a game that uh, if he's a top tier quarterback could have taken over and won us with, even though our defense was so shitty this time around. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would grade him lower on the scale if it wasn't for those offensive line penalties. And maybe it's something he's doing with his snap count that's generating so many false starts, but they had a number of uh, of plays called back. And we haven't even gotten – it probably wouldn't have made a difference because it was late in the game. But that – why do we have instant replay if, that, if they're just going to say – if they're going to not overturn something where his knee was clearly down and Jalen hurts had the ball there, they, they let the play stand. I get their, you know, whatever overwhelming visual evidence, but come on. That was, that was a horrible call. Rob, what do you, think, Oh, sorry. sorry what were you Sean, saying? Just that you pointed out the fumble. I think that's the other thing with hurts is if he's going to be, you know, a, a partial running quarterback, right. Um, he's going to need to learn to hold on to the ball. That's been a, a big thing that we've killed Carson over, whether it's fumbling yeah. inside the pocket or outside of the pocket. And that seems to be an issue with Hertz right now. Yeah, I, I agree. Rob, what would you grade Hertz uh, for this last game? You know, I'd probably grade him a B minus. Um, and again, that's largely because I'm, I'm still putting him on that. Like Justin said, that rookie scale, grading him on a curve, you know, he's only had a couple starts. So, you know, you have to keep it in perspective. He walked into a pretty poor situation, quite honestly. Um, and he's done all right. I, I mean, he hasn't done great. He, he had, he's had flashes. He's had some poor moments, but uh, I, I think overall the jury's very much still out. Um, you know, I know everyone wants to see something different and, and, and everyone was excited for Hertz to start, but, uh, you know, now we're three games in and, uh, you know, I can't say he's the guy. I can't say he's not the guy. I, I don't know where the team goes from here between Carson and Hertz. So look, he, he did all right, but he, he didn't light the world on fire. Yeah. It almost feels like you're married. You're married for like four or five years. Then all of a sudden this hot, you know, waitress at the Olive Garden, you hook up, you have the affair. You're like, this is going to be it. This is my new soulmate. And then three weeks in, you're like, uh, is it, I, I don't know. And you start remembering good times with the wife. We are in this weird space. I think as fans, it was easy to latch on to Hertz those first couple of weeks of, of just exciting play and even flashes in this, in this Dallas game. But I, I do think we have to be realistic. I, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm with you. I still think Hertz is the guy moving forward just because Wentz isn't the guy. And, and we almost have to make that decision. Now, where does, where does Doug fall into this love triangle? Uh, if you will, Justin, where are you at with Hertz? Wentz, Doug P. 
I mean, what do we do moving forward here? We're in a, we're in a weird predicament. I mean, that's what I think was giving me excitement these past couple of weeks was that, okay, at least we have clarity moving forward. It's going to be Doug. He can hit the Doug offense with Jalen. This is working, but now even that didn't work against the Dallas defense. So now that's up in the air. Where are we at with Hertz, Doug P and, and Carson? I mean, I think with Wentz, I'm completely fine with, uh, you know, making whatever trade we can in order to get him off the team at this point. I think he could be successful later on with the right coaching staff. Once again, as we I think we've all pointed out, we don't think that can happen with this coaching staff, though, Um, as much as I want this coaching staff to leave. uh, And I think Doug should be canned. And I think this this game really highlighted a couple of reasons why he should penalties as you guys pointed out um and i don't know how good he's going to be with hertz down the road and even if we move on from hertz who else are we going to have him try and you know ruin so (laughs) i'd like to move on from doug in this scenario and in this situation let's not forget doug took an mvp quarterback right and made him a backup (laughs) he wasn't able to get anything out of that is that is pretty impressive I don't know why he should be able to keep his job. Um, yes, Hertz looked decent the other two games, even in a loss. But let's look. Hertz has won one game, lost two. He was up 17-3 this past game. That should be a game that a decent quarterback can win. Granted, our defense sucked, okay? Yeah. They clearly <laughs> sucked. But if we go back to Doug, and you pointed out as well, those penalties, that's just six, right? Am I wrong in saying that? I feel like six is too high, but it was six offensive line it was all the same one so it felt so much worse yeah it just kept happening so and I don't know I mean that's not necessarily Jalen's fault there and I think uh, some people went over the video and the snap count I know Kelsey's a little bit off apparently um, with hiking the ball and guys are moving a little bit quicker than he's snapping Um, so it's just but that's a coaching situation right there right doesn't that fall on Doug long term so uh, and then the one thing I just wanted to point out with this is, is Schwartz. And uh, you guys have really turned me and my opinion of Schwartz, especially <laughs> this past game. I'll give it to Rob here. I, I like him, I, but I, I got to say, if he goes, I have no issue with it at this point. He can't wait until the third quarter to make the adjustments with Jaquette. I, I guarantee he saw something in Jaquette the past two games and definitely in practice where he thought that he could hang and he just waited and waited and waited. It's like, dude, you got to make the move a lot quicker. We are drowning here with a rookie quarterback and we're not sure if he's going to be able to make uh, keep us in the game, right? So you got to yep. make those decisions a lot quicker and put Mills at corner at that point. Well, and, and I guess, you know, Rob, of course, president of the uh, fire gym fan club, which is you uh, turning into a bandwagon right now. So he's, he's in a good spot there. He bought in early, I guess, if you want to make a case defending Jim Schwartz, which I'm not, I'm not in the mood to do, I would point out that, I mean, what have they really done for him on the defensive side of the ball, as far as high picks or free agents? Well, yeah, they let him, they let, they sign Darius Slay. And what did they have? Now we have a cornerback who covers people averaging 57 yards against him a game. So maybe if they spent a little bit more on cornerback, they could be in a better position or if Fletcher Cox doesn't get hurt. I mean, yes, he, he still deserves a ton of shit, but also Howie, I think in the roster he's constructed deserves almost as equal uh, 
blame of not putting them in a good position here with the draft picks and free agency. But Rob, where are you at with, uh, I mean, I feel like you want to hop in on Schwartz. Let, let me hop in there and I'll touch on Doug and Carson then too. But uh, first of all, Schwartz has to go. I told you guys this weeks ago, he has <laughs> flashes, but he's stubborn. Yeah. Look, this is what, this is who Jim Schwartz is. I think he's a smart guy. I think he can succeed, but look, he has a very, very specific scheme. It's all about the D line. And if they don't get to the quarterback within, you know, two seconds, the rest of the defense is exposed and time and time again, he fails to adjust to the weaknesses of the secondary. I mean, how many receivers need to torch us before you think maybe we should give safety help. Maybe we should double cover a guy. He just doesn't do it. Or he does it in like the end of the third quarter. And you know, I, I know the hot take is, well, there's no personnel on this defense, but I, I, I agree with it, but I don't fully buy that at the same time. Because I think Jim Schwartz has a lot of input on the personnel on this defense. I, I yeah. really do. And while our defense is depleted, it's depleted in the secondary, largely because we have invested so much in the defensive line, which is really the backbone of his scheme. So, I mean, how many, how much money do we have invested in that defensive line? And have they underperformed? Probably, quite honestly but there has been a large investment there. And I have to believe that's because that's what Jim wants. So there has to be well, some and, accountability. And, and, real, and real quick to that point, Rob, there was that story early on in the season where it was just randomly, you know, the inquirer randomly leaked a story about how Jim Schwartz is really involved in the talent and picking the guys on the defensive side of the last ball season, actually. Yeah. Oh, or was yeah. it, was it last I think season? It was the end of last season. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not to mention who and, Jim and, Schwartz oh, and, really developed. Well, real quick to that, I think what was happening is how he knew they didn't quite have a good defense and they, there was probably some disagreements on maybe spending up on the defensive line or who to bring in. So Howie being the, uh, you know, being the elusive weasel that he was or is, I mean, he got himself out of the equipment cage. He's not going back there. And so he realizes if he has to throw someone under the bus, AKA Jim Schwartz, he's not afraid to do it. And I think that was Howie planning that early on to kind of lay the groundwork knowing that the defense wasn't going to be good and he was going to do something about it. But where, where are you at Rob with Hertz or sorry, what do you want to say? Just, Oh no. I mean, I know the argument for Schwartz sometimes has been like, who has he coached up? But I mean, Mills has was actually pretty well coached up in that situation. Same with Maddox. Those guys weren't high round draft picks. And then, you know, LeBlanc was looking pretty good, right? Strap. So the injuries and, Unfortunately, I mean, when, when Maddox goes down, McLeod, LeBlanc, Craig James, and Seymour <laughs> in the secondary, I mean, yeah, I know. it doesn't leave much. And I hate to say that now. I sound like a, a Schwartz apologist. No. But th th this is the juggle, right, with him. Uh, but I definitely see Rob's point at, the, at this point. I mean, if this is his scheme and we want to invest in the defensive line, I mean, the secondary needs to step up one way or another. And I know we'll get to injuries a little bit later, but those that can't be an excuse, right? It just can't be. And if that's the case and it's not an excuse, Schwartz needs to go. Sorry, Rob, I kind of no, I mean, in, I, yeah. I'll just I'll just end it with that. Look, he, he constantly uh, defends Nate Gary as a great player. So, <laughs> uh, you know, we can just leave it at that for that's Jim fair. Schwartz. Yes. But uh, look, I, here's where I'm at with Doug. He still has to go. I just haven't seen any adjustment. And, and like, like, you know, Justin said that the regression of Wentz has to fall on him. 
Yeah. I, I mean, and, and Carson, obviously he needs to be held accountable, but there is a large coaching element to this. And the offense every year has regressed. I think the team as a whole has regressed and is less disciplined than they were in the past. So I just don't see Doug fixing that. I don't think it's something that you come back in the off season and, and you're going to be able to fix. I think it is what it is every year since 217, we've gone downhill and I, I just don't see it doing a 180. And I will say I have flipped a little bit on Carson Wentz after thinking about this, I am not so sold on getting rid of them. I, I actually now think we need to keep them. Um, I'll but take. but well, I think the only way you can really make sense of it is Doug has to go. I, I mean, mm. they just aren't compatible. It, it remains the case. Um, but I, I just fear so much that he is going to go somewhere with a competent offensive coaching staff that will play to his strengths. And he's going to look like a Josh Allen or something um, because there's no reason he couldn't be a similar player with good coaching. I mean, we saw it in 217. Um, and uh, that just fears me. I think I would ride it out one more year and see what happens personally. Well, a couple things. And of course, coming back to, you know, Justin's point of, Doug taking an MVP candidate, a, a guy right in the, in the mix for MVP and basically working him down to a backup quarterback. It's almost like he's the opposite of a QB whisper. I don't know what the name is it name for it would be like QB yeller, whatever it is, the opposite of a whisper. That's what Doug P has turned out to be. And I saw an interesting uh, hypothetical or, or someone, uh, someone started a thread on Reddit, you know, basically making a case of, you know, maybe the move is actually to trade Jalen Hurts and then use those picks because, it, you know, we we very much could get a uh, top 10 pick. I mean, it looks like we're right on pace for a top 10 pick and, you know, maybe fire Doug P and use. I mean, I do think you've seen enough from Jalen Hurts to get a first rounder out of him, which I, I never thought there would be a situation where you could trade Jalen hurts and get more than you used uh, originally to pick him. But I do think some team could talk themselves into using a first round pick on Jalen hurts, but I don't know. It, it, it's almost like the cat is out of the bag with Wentz and we're better off just moving on. Cause it just doesn't seem like it's going to work in Philly, but maybe there's hope if they, if they brought in a new coach to give it another shot. But Justin, could you talk yourself into trading hurts and using that draft capital to rebuild around Wentz. Yeah, I honestly, I, I could certainly talk myself into that at this point. I think, like I said, with, with Hertz, I have a lot of questions after this past game and I, I, it's unfair to him. I know it's only three and a half games worth of sample size in this situation, but I, I don't know. The, there's nothing that was, that there is nothing that I've seen from him other than the running periodically that has been lights out. Um, I, I know people like his tangibles, his leadership skills, things like that. Uh, but, you know, that that open throw or that what should have been, you know, a nice pass to Regor um, in the end zone, I, I think really opened my eyes to some of his limitations possibly. And I know it's only one pass, not a big deal. But as you said, you went over some of the tape though too. And there were some other areas where he could have, you know, made some more completions to open guys and it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Rob, what about you? 
laying out that hypothetical as a as a path forward. I mean, to me, if you're going to do that, I think you also have to get rid of Doug Peterson. But do you think that's even being considered in the uh, in the Novacare complex by Howie, who I'm assuming is most certainly coming back as Jeff? He's Jeff's boy. But do you think they're even considering that as an option? You know, I don't think they are. Look, if you get an offer a one, uh, you have to consider it, you know, a first round pick, especially depending on where it is. I mean, Canada, if you get an offer for a one for Carson, I think you have to really think about it too. But, oh yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I want to be clear. I'm not out on Hertz. I'm not out on Wentz. I just literally don't know. And it, it's very tough. I feel like we can very easily make the wrong decision here. And I'm almost leaning toward bring in new coaching, keep them both, let them compete next year in camp. You know, if Wentz isn't going to be tough enough to compete and win it, then give it to Hertz. And if Hertz proves himself, give it to him. I, you know, I don't have a stake in the race. I just want the best guy on the team. And, and I don't think either has shown us enough to anoint either one of them. Point. Yeah. And it, I think, oh, sorry, what do you say? Just brings up a good point though, too. I mean, like it, really none of them have shown, I really, we think that possibly both of them can do better. Um, and the real issue here isn't even Carson or, or Jalen, in my opinion, it's, it's Doug. Right. And that's been pointed out time and again by, you know, I know Rob, especially, but you know, us as well. Yeah. I mean, it, there is a world where if you're bringing in a new coach, you almost want to let him take a shot at both quarterbacks and see which one emerges and, and, you know, trade the other one and give them a shot to kind of build around it. I keep going over this in my head and I just can't figure out why the hell is our injury luck so bad. And you think, okay, it's just, it's just bad trainers. Uh, Get rid of the training crew, get rid of the medical staff, but they've done that. And to their credit, they've, they fired a bunch of doctors. They seemingly have a great training complex. Like Jeffrey Lurie is not cheap when it comes to spending money on the team. Rob is what are we doing wrong? Like every sort of prediction model for injury luck, we just smashed through it. I mean, we lost six offensive linemen for the entire season, like out for the season. That's unheard of like the O-line combinations. And I don't mean to make an excuse for Doug or the offense, but I, I just like, what does the team do to, to write this ship? Any ideas, well, Rob? Yeah, I got to- Yes. First of all, let's, let's hire Chip Kelly and bring him back as just the, uh, you know, were, strength and training. He was kind of good at that. Uh, you know, the team was re- actually really healthy while he was here to his credit. You know, I know that, you know, he was big on that sports science. Everyone laughs about his smoothies, but you know, candidly, we were pretty healthy during those years. So, um, but in all seriousness, I, I don't know the answer from a medical perspective, but clearly something is going on and, and we need to keep changing it till we, get it right. But, you know, honestly, the easy answer is probably we're a pretty old roster. And, you know, I think father time catches up with everyone, you know, as you get older, it's easier to get injured, you recover, you know, less fast. And, you know, that's probably starting to show itself with this team, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, where are you at? Is there, is there anything we can do to kind of, uh, I don't know, shake our injury luck or just do something different? I mean, and I think, uh, we've talked about it a little bit, but there was that article about the Patriots years ago. I think it was about hamstrings and whatnot and them changing up some of their sports science there. Um, maybe that's something we could look into, but you know what? I'm, it, if I knew, or if I could give you an opinion, I'd probably have a better <laughs> job than what I do right now, <laughs> but, I, but I don't, I mean, what do you tell the guys to do? Like, don't, 
not go at it as hard, it doesn't happen. And that doesn't even work either. They say you get more injured if you're not giving 100%, right? And you can't help those those injuries where guys get rolled up on, those freak things that take place. Uh, it's just one of those things. Uh, I, I think, and I hope, I guess, um, and maybe this is a little nonsensical, but I'm, I'm hoping he, things even out in the long run and uh, we can be a little bit, lucky in the future who knows but i think yeah keep working on it till we get it right see if we can find better guys for it but i know we've changed up the staff in that area a number of times within the past couple years so yeah it's it's been horrible all right coming up this sunday eagles football team unfortunately it's a primetime game i guess i will be watching it to see what happens here it's really a weird spot because the Cowboys giants, they play earlier in the, you know, in the day. And basically if the Eagles lose, then the Washington football team wins the NFC East. And if they lose, they're guaranteed at least a six pick overall. If they win, it's from the sixth to the 10th pick. And then that would mean either sending the Cowboys or the giants at into the playoffs as the NFC East champion. Rob, are you going to find yourself rooting for the Eagles Sunday night? I, I just don't have it in me to root against the Philadelphia Eagles. I know it's better for them probably in the franchise moving forward, but I, I will still be rooting for them to win. We absolutely have to lose this game. Uh, I, I am not going <laughs> to sit back and watch another team steal a player from us. I mean, we could be as high as like literally the third pick in the draft. Uh, we can't jeopardize that. And And by the way, if we lose – it also screws Dallas out of winning the division. So you can, you can look at it from that perspective. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm right about that. So look, I, I want the highest pick possible at this point. There is no pride in this season. <laughs> it, the higher pick we have, the harder it'll be for Howie to screw it up. Theoretically, um, maybe we'll find a way, but that's where I'm at. I, I, I think we need to go out there, bench the starters, whatever. I don't care. Uh, let Washington <laughs> run away with it. Justin, where are you at? Are you are you thinking it's time to actually lose? Are you going to be are you going to be cheering when the Washington Football Team scores a touchdown against the Eagles? I get the unbiased and I guess more the logical decision in this case, even if you're a fan, is that is uh, for Philly to want to lose. But I I can't root against my team, even if no. it means a lower draft pick. Um, the other thing that that uh, benefits us with. Uh, rooting for the Eagles still and hoping for a win is the fact that we all agree how we can't draft uh, great high picks. So, <laughs> well, it does. It's a moot point in my opinion at that point. Um, I guess it looks like we're going to end up possible. I know Rob said as high as third, but possibly around the sixth to 10th pick. Um, I, it's kind of a crapshoot in my opinion at that point, especially for what we're looking for. Um, so I'm, I'm fine with us winning. I, I'd actually be a little bit, happier if we won then could see you know some really great play out of hurts um and still a little bit more confidence in me and this team for next year it it is interesting by the way i don't don't know if we talked about this last week or not but there are reports that have come out that the eagles have hired john dorsey as a uh, consultant to help with presumably talent evaluation uh, mm-hmm. I think Sean was he former GM of the Browns uh, and the I'm Chiefs. pretty sure the Browns. I'm not sure if he really did anything great at, at either stop, but um, I don't know if that's their way of setting us up that, Hey, they got Howie help and don't blame everything on him <laughs> or uh, where that's going. But I thought that news was a little interesting that, that that's leaked out now. And 
know, especially the timing of it, uh, because apparently he's been there for some time this year. Yeah, it is. It, it is kind of weird. And I, I think that to me just solidifies that Howie is, is secure in his job because if they were really going to get rid of Howie and clean house, I don't think they would bother bringing in an assistant here for the last couple uh, or ever how long he's been there. So yeah, that that's interesting. I, I don't know if he's, who knows? It could just be someone else to throw under the bus. All right. Final score predictions for this so week. Before we go there, not to jump yeah. in, but I, I think we, we skipped something. We should lock it in because it may be too late by the time we do next week's uh, uh, episode. But w- we talked about whether uh, Doug and Howie should go. But what are our predictions oh. as to what will actually happen? Yeah, that's good. Let's go around and say who's back next year of Hertz, Wentz, Doug P, and Howie Roseman. Justin, of those four men, who is back next year? Um, Doug will be back, unfortunately. Howie will be back, unfortunately. Wentz will be traded. Hertz will be back. Schwartz will be uh the person given up as tribute so that they can say that they made some Mm. adjustments so schwartz will be fired i think and press taylor will most definitely be gone as well (laughs) press Press taylor should already be packing his stuff up rob of those uh four and yeah it's good idea to include schwartz there as well if you think there's a situation where doug p stays schwartz uh doesn't where who's coming back next year for the uh for the eagles so uh Doug will be back uh, as much as I don't think he should be. And we're going to have to limp along another year. Uh, but I do think there will be a shakeup on the rest of the coaching staff. Schwartz will be out. I do think the offensive uh, staff will be shaken up. And I do think an offensive coordinator is going to be brought in. So there's an actual hierarchy, whether Doug still calls the plays he may, but I think there will be an offensive coordinator. Um, I believe Wentz and Hertz will be back. I just don't think Lori's going to be ready to move on and how he will be back. But again, we may see his role. I don't know if it will be diminished, but I do think there will be some drafting help brought in. It's, it's impossible to ignore the failures. Uh, you know, Rager being the latest, having to watch Jefferson. Uh, oh my so, God. So neither of the, the big guys will be gone, but I do think there will be shakeups around them. Okay. I, I agree with the, or I see where both of you guys are coming. I'm going to kind of, go out on a limb here. And I think Doug Peterson will not be back as the Eagles head coach next year, but I think it's going to be framed in such a way that it's, it's going to be a mutual parting of the ways. And what they'll do is they'll spin it so that Doug is able to save some face. And of course, Doug being the only coach to lead the Eagles to a super bowl, they'll, they'll give him a nice little soft exit. And I think what it'll come down to is I think they will try uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff and Howie are saying you have to bring in a, a, a new offensive coordinator, let them call plays. And Doug's like, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm just going to go do my own thing, either be an OC or be a head coach somewhere else and kind of take his toys and leave. So I think he will be gone. And I think with that, they will, they will allow when they will keep once and hurts and let the, uh, let the new head coach figure it out. So that's kind of, I'm going to go out on a limb and predict that. Uh, although I wouldn't be shocked if as soon as the game's over, you know, Laurie makes it clear that Doug's the head coach, but I, I think there is, you just backtracked. No, 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 no. I I'm saying, I think there is something to this Doug Peterson 
that is my official prediction. However, I'm not, I'm not going to be shocked when, uh, when Doug Peterson is back next year. So, but my official prediction is that he will not be the head coach and that both quarterbacks on the roster will be on the roster next year. Justin, Sean, Sean really went out on a limb there that, that Doug will not be back, but he may be back. <laughs> All right. Doug will definitely be not be back. There's no way Jeffrey Lurie keeps Doug you. Peterson around. There you go. Come in. I, I do hate when people waffle, but I, I'm <laughs> just telling you, I, I think that news story about Doug Peterson, not really liking being the head coach and all the shit he has to take. I do think there's something to that. And the fact that it got leaked out you know, almost like a month or so ago, I think there's something to keep an eye on in the same way that, you know, who I'm guessing how he leaked out the stuff about Schwartz um, being involved in the players on his roster. I think there was some Howie finagling there. And I think Doug leaking out him, not really liking to be the head coach uh, could be basically putting out the signal to other NFL teams to hire him. And I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up in uh, Los Angeles next year, assuming they fire Anthony Lynn. Hmm. Interesting. So that, that add that to my prediction, lead pipe lock, Doug Peterson will be coaching the chargers next year. Book it. Justin, what do you uh, score Eagles football team? I know it doesn't matter, but if, even though it doesn't matter, there is a spread in the game. Eagles one and a half point home dogs. Do they win? Do they cover what's going to happen? I think it's something ugly just because this whole season has been ugly. So I, I said, Eagles are going to manage to, to kind of screw it up, but win. <laughs> screw up the draft pick and win uh 18 to 15 oh all right you're really close to what i'm going with eagle 16 washington 17 they lose but they do cover the one point spread rob what do you got them closing out the season 21 13 washington oh okay I like it. Look, so they we already lose. lost to them with Dwayne Haskins <laughs> starting. Uh, you know, now they're going to have Alex Smith. That's an upgrade. So <laughs> that really, that anything, really, right? that really <laughs> shows how how far this team has fallen. We lost to a guy no longer in the league. I mean, Jesus Christ. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Diehard Eagles podcast. Reminder: We do have our own feed. You can subscribe to that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Eagles. Tune in next week. We will have a uh, season long recap, a look ahead. Maybe we'll do some uh, awards, best and most likely the worst of the uh, Eagle season. Maybe get a guest on as well. So a lot of fun stuff coming up next week. And uh, we'll keep cranking these out in the offseason when necessary. I'm sure we'll be doing something for the combine, the draft, get some offseason stuff going. But again, subscribe to the new feed, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Eagles. For the Diehard Eagles podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green for Rob, for Justin, Go birds. Go Go birds. birds.